2: You are listening to episode 410 of the Talking Metal Podcast. better than a little Metallica to bring us in to episode 410 of the Talking Metal Podcast. That is actually a request. It comes in from a Talking Metal listener named John Chandler who sent a generous PayPal donation in to the Talking Metal Podcast. John, thank you very much. Where are you from? Let's see. The UK, man. Thank you, John thanks for checking in from the united kingdom a lot of friends a lot of talking metal listeners over there and thank you for requesting that great song off of metallica's second lp ride the lightning that was for whom the bell tolls we actually jammed that song with john kevel of warbringer if you haven't heard or seen that jam which is about a year old at this point it is up on youtube at youtube.com slash Talking Metal. John Keevil, the lead vocalist of the great band Warbringer. Check him out if you don't know him. Let's get into a little hailstorm right now. You guys have heard John and I probably tell the story. I think we've told it before on the podcast. We, We played a gig at Don Hill's as Captain T in Astronomy, which is one of the many bands I've been in through the years actually one of many bands with John. I've been in a bunch of bands, some with John, some without, but uh, Captain T Astronomy is one of our incarnations, if you will. And we played a gig at Don Hills, the club owned and run by the late Don Hill. Uh, And Don himself brought, helped bring this band into town to showcase. They actually went on before us. They, which isn't, meaning anything when you're playing clubs it didn't mean they were opening for us you know they were doing their own showcase before we played and uh, they hung out for our show. I remember talking to them and they were this drummer was like 16 at the time the drummer and singer were brother and sister and they were a good hard rocking band even at that time and this is many years ago I mean we're probably talking close to 10 years ago at this point uh, if maybe less than 10 years ago. I'm not exactly sure I need to check that. But anyways, the band, a hard rock band named Hellstorm, and they're still around and they actually have a kind of a more I guess I'd call it like an acoustic version, a sing sing-song-y version of Jay-Z's song Empire State of Mind. And I believe Hellstorm is from Pennsylvania, at least that's what I remember from when we opened with them or when we when we played a gig. On the, same, on the same stage as them at Don Hill's. Boy, I'm mumbling my words tonight. But this is a cover of Jay Z's Empire State of Mind by Hal Storm off of the In the Living Room EP.
1: Noise was always loud.
2: On talking metal, they actually won the Grammy for best hard rock metal band, I believe, in uh, for, for last year. So, congratulations to them on that! And they play Gibson guitars. We know they love Gibson, and we actually uh, Gibson is actually pu- pushing John and I to go check them out next week when they play in New York City, which I think we might do. So, that should be fun. Let's get into a little more music right now, and then we'll come back and, and chat a bit more. This is Help by Easy Sleazy. Great song called Help by Easy Sleazy. Love that song. I love these guys. Who are these guys? I'm Googling them and hardly anything available on them out there. I'd love to know more info on them. They do have a Facebook page. Go like it. The name of the record is Heroin Me or Here on In Me. I, I don't know. Or Heroin Me, I guess. I don't know how you pronounce it. Heroin Me, I guess. Heroin Me. Heroin Me or Heroin Me? not sure h-e-r-o-i-n-m-e is the name of the record and that song you just heard was help on the talking metal podcast we had john uh not john astronomy john the donator who started the show off the guy from the uk with a 20 dollar donation john gave so a big thanks again to him for that and we need your support guys this is a listener supported show there is no advertising. There are so many different ways you can help us. And uh, listen, please do it. Uh, we tend to have the same maybe 20, 30 people who are constantly supporting us with donations and buying T-shirts and you know doing the Amazon links. Uh, I can't actually tell who uses the Amazon links. That information is private, so you can go buy a dildo or, or whatever you want, and I'm not going to know using those Amazon links. Do they even sell dildos on Amazon? That's, a, that's the second question. I don't even know if they do. Second question. What was the first question? Anyways, <laughs> I'm sitting here in my basement right now. It's a Wednesday night. I'm drinking Ballist Point beer. And the name of this beer is Imperial Stout Sea Monster. It's a giant beer I'm drinking. Uh, rather nasty-looking sea creature on the, uh, the front of the lit bottle and this is let's see where do they make this beer this is ballast point brewing company ballastpoint.com san, san diego california great part of the country i've been there once only i liked it was at comic con there back in 2007 had a blast uh personally kind of coming off a rough week my kids were sick for a while my wife was in california on business uh hit the udo Udo and Dirk Schneider show last week had fun at that about 300 350 people there I'm told uh, by the venue and uh, yeah it's a shame a guy like that can't get a bigger crowd I mean I saw him open for Maiden on the Metal Heart Tour playing you know in front of thousands and thousands of people it's uh sad that uh you know he he can't pull it in I actually think when Accept played the same place they had a, a bigger crowd than he did but UDO, Great Band, and all those UDO records, as we mentioned in episode 409, have been reissued. I will say that there was a little controversy about well, a comment that he made in our interview about uh, that he had listened to the last two Accept records. And I honestly, I should have clarified this with him, because I know some people were writing about this on the comment section on Blabbermouth, but he he basically said that that he listened to the... the uh, you know, the, the first record without him, which was called Blood of Nations. And, he, and then he goes on to uh, say that he listened to the second record, too. Now, he says that Stalingrad in the interview, this is the interview I did with him in episode 409, which you can go back and listen to if you haven't heard it. In the interview, he says Stalingrad the song, he, it was a good song, but he felt the rest of the record sounded like it was recorded at the same time as the first one. Maybe I took it to mean he was implying they were leftovers from the first record, with the exception of the song "Starlin Grod. Then somewhere in the interview, you, he, or somewhere right around when he says that, he says, but he only heard the song Starling Grodd. I, I don't think that's what he meant. Now, his English isn't the greatest, obviously. What The way I understood it, and again, I'm a fuck up for not clarifying this. But obviously, he's saying that he's heard the record, and it sounded like it was recorded at the same time as the first record. So then when he says he's only heard one song, and he likes that song, it, it makes no sense. His comment really made no sense, and I think it's because English is not his, his first language, and he's a little rough around the edges with his English, as you probably could tell with the interview. So I think what he was saying is he liked the song Starling which is the title track off the second second uh, most recent accept record without Udo. Of course, there was a record without Udo, a fucking phone going off, um, without Udo a long time ago. Uh, but so technically, Starling God is the third accept record without Udo if if you're still following me uh, let me know because I've lost myself but anyways uh I think he was saying that that he liked that song which it is a great song Starling Grodd is a great song if you haven't heard it we'll check it out in a minute but um I think what he was saying is uh the first record was was a better record and that Starling Grodd, with the exception of that great title track Starling Grod, sounded like it was you know leftovers from the first record Uh, Again, I should have clarified it, my fault. Stalingrad, that's the name of the song. Was I saying Stalingrad? Staling, I think it's Stalingrad, Stalingrad. (laughs) little except that is a great song Stalingrad by the band except definitely go support those guys we have links up in today's show notes this is another way you can support the podcast you go to talkingmetal.com you go to the show notes it'll be right on the top there for episode 409 and down in the show notes you will see open your iTunes here using the, or using this link use this link to open your iTunes it'll open your iTunes and you can make the purchase of the music that you've heard on today's episode. Now, even if you think all the music you've heard on today's episode sucks ass, you can still use that link to open your iTunes, and anything you purchase once you've opened iTunes, whether it's a movie, an app, or whatever, will, will be credited back to us, and we get a very small percentage on these purchases. So it's not the best way to support Talking Metal, but it's a good way to support the bands you love and send us a little kickback. Now, the other ways you can support, the best way to support Talking Metal is with a donation. Just go make a PayPal donation. You'll see that PayPal button right on the right hand side on talkingmetal.com once you're in the site. And you just click there and you can donate five bucks, you can donate 500 bucks your choice, anywhere in between. Uh, We'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it, and we would love to have your um, support to to just keep us going financially and to keep our enthusiasm high. Podcasting is a tough business, I do believe. If you have major platforms, like a guy like Adam Karolov, who's been on major TV shows and major FM radio shows and stuff, that you do uh, have a chance at making some good money, possibly, at podcasting. A guy like me, eh, not so much. But there's part of me that still wants to fucking just quit my day job and do podcasting full time and give it a shot, see if I can make the uh, the kite fly, the podcasting kite fly. But I kind of am nervous about that. And there's another th- part of me that just wants to stop podcasting altogether. I'll be honest, because It's a lot of fucking work and so little reward honestly so we'll see what happens maybe i'll decide to jump in the pool and just uh sink or swim and do it full time it's tough when you have two kids a mortgage a house car payments whatnot just got a freaking new car by the way an audi it's not even new it's a used 2010 but looks pretty nice and new and very little miles on it so uh yeah so anyways uh This is obviously just a, this is borderline a Mark Striegel show podcast episode, just ranting and raving. You know, I I do miss doing that. And, uh, you know, I did 22, 23 episodes of the Mark Striegel show. And I'm flattered by how many people since I stopped doing it uh, a while back at this point have. You know, probably a little over a year ago, uh, a little less than a year ago, I stopped doing it, have written in asking me to do more. And maybe that'll happen sometime. Maybe I'll start back up doing the Talking Rock podcast. That RSS is still alive, but has been laying dormant. Uh, maybe I'll just focus on this. Maybe I'll band together with a bunch of other podcasts and, and do something like that. A lot of you podcasters are doing that. Maybe that's the way to go. I don't know. I don't know. Corolla's doing that with Corolla Digital. Adam Corolla, that is. You know, so I don't know. Maybe I'll just fucking stop doing this because, you know, I'm sick of it. Who knows what'll happen? Who knows what'll happen? But in the meantime, show me your support. Buy a fucking t-shirt. No one's bought a t-shirt in like two months. Buy a fucking t-shirt. What's wrong with you people? Show your support. Wear it. Be proud. Talking Metal, man. Go buy a t-shirt in the store section on TalkingMetal.com. Send me 5 bucks on the PayPal donation. Use the iTunes link to open your iTunes and make uh, make a purchase of the music you've heard on today's show or anything you fucking want to buy on iTunes. The other way is somewhere someone right now is about to make an Amazon purchase. You guys have been good with the Amazon links. I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, It brings tears to my eyes when I see uh, the kickbacks that we're getting from Amazon. So you go again to the show notes for episode 410, You click on the link that uh, says it'll open Amazon, and once you're in Amazon, you just search your product, you find your product, you've used our link to open Amazon, and you find that product. It's the same exact price as it would have been otherwise, and you make the purchase, and we get a freaking cut of it, so... It's no no skin off of your back. The only thing you got to do is go open the Amazon link. I just did this today, actually, actually uh, at Adam Carolla's site. Like he needs my money. I'm he's on YouTube talking about how he's making, you know, between five hundred thousand and a million dollars a year podcasting. But hey, show the support, you know. And he's probably got a full staff working for him and stuff like that too, which uh, you know I'm sure that that is stuff he's got to pay for. That's not cheap, so. All right. What else? What else? Using a mic screen on my microphone for the first time, so I don't know how this sounds, but we're going to get into some more music. We want to talk about CDs versus Spotify. Now, a while back, I had announced iTunes was dead. I was wrong. A while back, I had announced CDs were dead. I'm wrong on that. Now, since I've been driving to work more, it's a long story, but I have to actually drive. I drive right up to the Hudson River, almost to the Hudson River. Actually, to a town called sea Caucus, and I take the uh, in North Jersey, and I take the train into work from there. I work at a TV station called IFC now, ten to six. So uh, I've been um, driving there like two to three days a week because my kids are in preschool now, and and my wife can't drive them to preschool. And there's certain days our our babysitter nanny has to drive one to one preschool. And the other to the other at the same time, which can't physically be done. So on those days where they're both in preschool on the same same day, I'm I'm driving one of my kids, dropping them off, and then I drive straight to see Caucus from there. Hop on the train. So, anyways, now that I'm driving to and from Sea Caucus two to three days a week, uh, I have been actually putting CDs in my CD player in my car and listening to CDs for the first time in many years. And some of you wrote in back when I was complaining about CDs and pronouncing them dead, saying they sound so much better than listening to your you know iPhone or iPad or Droid or whatever or iPod. And you guys are right. They absolutely sound better. And I've actually been enjoying listening to CDs again for the first time in many years. So I did tr- get rid of a lot of my CDs, uh, less uh, probably last spring, about a year ago. But I kept all the you know ones that were close to my heart. So I'm st- I'm cranking out CDs again, and um, enjoying it quite a bit. Also, been listening to more serious satellite radio in the car, which is interesting. I do. Uh, it is fun to listen to Eddie Trunk. I always used to listen to his FM show back in the day, and now he does a serious show on Mondays, which is pretty much the same exact thing as his. It's a you know it's a different. Show, but it's the same style as his FM radio show that he would do in the city here on Friday nights. So that's cool, and I'm enjoying that. It's good to kind of reacquaint myself with the the Trunkster. And uh, what else? What else is happening? And uh, we should jam some more music. Rest in peace, my friend Chi from the Deftones. He's not my friend. I never knew him, but I do like the Deftones. This is the Deftones. Chi on bass. He just passed away, if you hadn't heard. And this is actually a song they do with Maynard from Tool called The Passenger. Passenger with Maynard from Tool on vocals, on co-lead vocals. And that, of course, features Chi on bass, who passed away this week after being in a coma for quite some time. And that is off the White Pony record, which, wow, came out that long ago, two thousand thirteen fucking years ago. Unbelievable. I mean, I remember hearing that record for the first time. And <clears throat> I had had Around the Fur, but... White Pony was really the first Deftones record. Maybe actually one of the only Deftone records I really, truly fell in love with. But Around the Fur was a great record, too. Um, And their last record from last year, a lot of people loved. I actually heard it and thought it was quite good myself. So great band, and uh, they've lost their bass player to uh, a car wreck, really, that happened, I guess, a number of years ago. And he was in a coma for a while, and he recently uh, died, so... There you go. Lon Friend has a new podcast. He talks about Chi in his podcast, and I heard the second episode of Lon's podcast. It's quite good. I don't even know if it's technically a podcast because I couldn't actually find an RSS feed for it, Uh, and he's claiming that he got like 12,000 downloads in one day or something, which sounds a little high to me, but it is Lon Friend and then again, it is Lon Friend, so how could he have gotten twelve thousand downloads? Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm messing with him. He's a, he's a great guy. I love Lon Friend, and his show fucking kicked ass. His daughter was on it with him, and lots of great rock stories. And he's just a fucking, he's a natural for podcasting. I mean, you know, you, you know, you listen to these guys like Mark Marin and stuff, and and Lon, Lon's a natural for podcasting. So hopefully, we'll be hearing more from him. Again, I don't know if you can actually get it on iTunes. I couldn't fucking find it. But uh, go to Lon's Facebook page, and you can at least listen to it or download an MP3. The new Lon Fred, uh, Lon Fred, Lon Friend podcast, and check out Lon's books too, and everything else he's got going on. You know, there's been a lot of talk about Ace Freely, and uh, a lot of people emailing me saying, "Is Ace broke? Is Ace this? What about there's Some guy on the three sides of the." coin podcast said this about ace he had to sell his guitars to finance anomaly listen first of all if there's some guy who used to work for for ace who was fired from working with ace and is on some maybe fired i don't don't quote me on that uh is on some podcast saying some shit about ace you know everybody's got a beef and let me tell you There was an article that a lot of you guys have asked me about, and quite frankly, I have spoken to John about it. It, I I don't want to say what John told me, but uh, the article basically implied that Ace was losing his house because he wasn't paying the mortgage. Now, this may be true. He might not be paying the mortgage. There are many reasons people might not pay mortgage. One of them would be because they're flat broke and they have no money. The other would be they're in an argument with the bank over financing rates or something to that effect. The other reason might be they just don't give a shit. They happen to have four or five other houses, and uh, they they aren't using this house, and they don't care, and they don't want the house, and they're just going to let the bank take it from them. So you guys can read what you want into that. I will tell you, Ace isn't broke. He owns homes in numerous places, locations in New York State. It isn't like that. It was his only house. Matter of fact, he he hasn't even been in that house in years. He owns houses in California. He is paid lots of money to show up to these events to sign autographs for people, and he sells guitars. You know, because he's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Les Pauls, and he sell he's selling them because he's touched them and played them once. He can get 40 grand for the guitars. I I wouldn't worry about Ace being broke. He's not living out in the streets. The guy has a lot of money, and these bullshit articles about him not being able to afford mortgage payments are nothing more than bullshit. Speaking of ex Kiss members, I'm reading Peter Chris's book. What a great read! Makeup or Breakup initially when I heard it was coming out I wasn't so excited about it because Peter's you know he's always been kind of a complainer and uh believe me that this book is a lot of complaining has a lot of complaining in it and it's fucking fun complaining isn't always a bad thing it's a fun read definitely check it out I'm about halfway through it and I love it okay we should wrap it up I gotta go to fucking bed like I said it's been a rough couple weeks there was a Guns N' Roses concert I wanted to mention it was on uh VH1 VH1 and it was supposed to be on VH1 Classic and Palladia and it aired once and it was pulled and immediately everybody was like oh my god why was it pulled it was because Axel was mad that VH1 cut out you know most of the Chinese Democracy songs and only played the hits and yada 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 I spoke with somebody at VH1 about this actually guys and uh Axel had nothing to do with it being pulled. Ooh, for once, you know, and I have to admit when it was first pulled I was like, oh, look at look at VH1. They should have never gotten bed with Axel over something. But listen to me. Slash is the reason the concert was pulled because apparently the legal e's weren't all all the t's weren't crossed and the i's weren't dotted for the legal e's of this uh of this broadcast and um Slash was pissed and he had some legal grounds to have it pulled until everything is sorted out with royalties and whatnot so that's the reason it was pulled uh if anything i think the guns guys were kind of bummed that the whole the whole thing was pulled off and apparently they're going to do a 3d movie version of it i guess too i guess that's the same concert i don't know which i don't know how well that's going to fly here i mean will people really go to a three to the movie theater to watch a 3d version of the guns and roses concert maybe i don't know who knows i'm just asking Margaret Thatcher died recently, and of course, everybody started talking about those early Iron Maiden singles from 1980 that both featured Margaret Thatcher on the uh, on the cover. I believe off the top of my head it was Sanctuary was the first one which featured Eddie hovering over Margaret Thatcher as she lay stabbed and dead on the ground. Now, you have to remember, this is right around the time she took power in England, and people did not like her, even... Just recently, when she died, I saw some of our our English folks saying, "May she now rot in hell and burn in hell." She wasn't, I mean, she obviously had people who liked her because she was elected in, but she wasn't that loved. Uh, she wasn't like some some political figure that you know seventy five percent of the country loved. Quite the opposite. I don't believe, from what I've read, that Iron Maiden liked her. Matter of fact, I think they hated her and they put her dead on that sanctuary single that came out and it caused a a lot of stir in the press then to kind of make up for it they showed her alive on the women in uniform single seeking revenge on eddie uh then there was the photo of the band hanging out with margaret thatcher which some of you guys on facebook were like oh look at here's a picture of of the band they actually met with margaret thatcher after that that was bullshit dudes you think fucking they put a picture of of their mascot killing margaret thatcher and then she invites them over to have tea no that photo of the band with margaret thatcher is them in the fucking wax museum with a waxed margaret thatcher and they tried to pan it off as a real photo you know as a as a real shot of them with the real woman back in the day but uh it came out eventually that was just the wax dummy of her so they uh, iron maiden never met margaret thatcher so don't believe what you read on on the the inner web so let's end with a little maiden this is off the sanctuary single it's drifter live at the marquee recorded april 3rd nineteen eighty.